Hi, Girl Skulls. Welcome back to the Carla and Crappy show. I, I stumbled over my words there because I'm I'm suffering from Christmas week. Uh, Christmas week. You guys know what Christmas week is. Work is kind of sporadic. Um, there is excessive food and and drink uh, yes. ev everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> um, and and um, you know we can we can also there's excessive college football everywhere too, which is sort of why we're here. Hi, Carla. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Doing, I'm doing good. Um, I, I still have to work this week, and you know that's that's kind of a drag. But we're still managing to get um, all the the, the Christmas-like activities in that we can. Um, are, are you you don't have to work this week. You're 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 coasting. I, I'm coasting now. I had to go in okay. for for a little bit this morning, um, ah, okay. but but not for very long. It was just a quick check in because we didn't get a project finished. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, now now I'm coasting, and and my brother in law's already here for the holidays. This is my first Tennessee Christmas, so I'm excited about this. Nice. Um, never been here for never been in Nashville for Christmas, so this is fun. Um, hosting okay. everybody. Rest of the family gets in tomorrow. We're recording early. It's Monday night. Um, rest of the family gets in tomorrow on Christmas Eve. And um, so we took the brother-in-law out day drinking today. So cheers. <laughs> See, I, I, did not, I did not do that. I have to, I have to um, uh, console myself with this. Uh, uh, this, was a, this was the two-year-old Matt Elf um, oh, nice. that, I, that I pulled from my seltzer. Nice is the right word. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. it's really. I found, I found that Matt Elf at two to three years old, that's sort of the sweet spot. And I haven't opened. Uh, I have a couple of bottles of 2016 that I have not opened. I have a 15 and I have a 14. They will all be consumed sometime in the next couple of days. But um, for now, this is, I'm very pleased with this. Yeah, sounds good. Um, it is the season. It, it, it is. It is. Um, it is the season for many, many, many of our uh, like Bola Palooza level games um, that, we, that we talked about last week. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I set my iPad up on my desk and there's, uh, uh there's a central and, um, central Florida and, and Marshall today yeah. and, mm -hmm. um, more stuff coming and I'm, I'm digging it as I always do, but, but it's time we talk about kind of the, the, the big ones, right? Mm -hmm. It is weird that it's like right in the middle of bowl. Like we've only covered one game in Bolapalooza and we're already here. Like this is, this yes. is the whole bowl season this year is just bonkers it is very very weird and i think it goes on to like mid-february and that's i'm okay with that that's that's <laughs> yeah. all right um because this is this is my sport and and i will i will watch for as long as they want to keep playing um today we're going to cover because they they're coming up yeah uh, we're, we're going to cover the uh, uh the big ones the, uh, the new year's six games uh and the uh, two college football playoff semifinal games which are coming up on saturday mm -hmm. um it's just not i'm I'm, I'm, I guess I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I'm, I might be ready. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> and I've got, as I said, we've got, we've got time to break in. I'll get used to everything, including on the day of the game. Um, uh, you ready to jump in? Let's do this. We can do this. We can do this. We can December do this. 28th, December 28th. We're going to go through the, uh, uh, New Year's Six games fairly quickly. Um, and, uh, just a, you know, a couple of thoughts about each one of those. And then we'll get a little more in depth with the, uh, with the semifinal games. Um, and we start, Carla, with your Nittany Lions in the Cotton Bowl Classic. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is number 10 Penn State uh, versus number 17 Memphis. Penn State's favored by seven. Uh, this game is on a uh, noon, on, uh, at noon on ESPN. Um, what do you see? This this was actually I was really curious about this matchup when when uh, it came up on the schedule um, because it's not I mean this is uh, Memphis is not an uh, an easy team to deal with right no no and this is yeah, I mentioned this at the very end of Bolapalooza as we were talking about what our what game we were looking forward to um, I am totally sitting on my hands for this game because gosh this feels an awful lot like the Kentucky team that Penn State faced Careful. last year. Careful. Um, <laughs> 
It, it really does. Um, yeah. You know, you've got you've got a, a team that, that relies on its running game pretty heavily, but also has a pretty stellar quarterback under center that can, you know, control the game if, if necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, we talked about him um, during championship week. Uh, Memphis running back uh, Kenneth Gainwell, just yeah. he's a stud. Um, and also best, one of the best names of the running backs of all time. Um, but, but the key to this game is whether or not the Penn state defense can stop or at least slow down Kenneth Gainwell. And even though Penn state has a number five rush defense in the country still, um, we've seen them have some lapses a little bit when they're facing a really, really good running back. Um, you know, they've been able to slow them down, but they've not been able to completely stop. Um, mm-hmm. So, so that's going to be a real big key to this game is whether the Penn State defense is really ready to play a Memphis team. Now, I think the Cotton Bowl stage is different for Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, th- I think that's going to be enough to and and uh, Penn State travels well. Um, sure. So, you know, as much as this is close to being a home game for Memphis, that stadium is going to be split fifty fifty because Penn State alum travel really really well. Um, it's really, really just you know both both of the big names on offense for Memphis have better numbers than anybody for Penn State. Mm-hmm. It really just boils down to whether this Penn State defense is ready to stop a Memphis attack. They haven't really seen anything quite like it this year. The closest that probably to what Memphis runs is probably Minnesota, and that didn't go well. Um, you know, sure. at the, especially at the beginning of the game. So this is another one of those games that Penn State really, really has to come out of out of the um, out of the gates running and ready to play this game. If, if they let Memphis take a two-touchdown lead early in the game, which could happen, mm-hmm. um, I think they might be in trouble in this game. So Penn State okay. better be ready. Comes down to recruiting. We've talked about this a lot. Um, American Conference versus um, – Big Ten, you know, just yeah. the talent tends to be better in the Big Ten. I think sure. that's probably going to end up, I, I hope, um, being <laughs> the difference in this game. Um, that I think Penn State will come out with the win, but this is this is a nail biter for sure. Yeah. I was not happy when I saw this on the schedule. <laughs> um, I, I can I can I can say I, I understand why you were not happy, and I, this is it's sort of the same reason why I was really intrigued. I mean, Memphis is. Uh, I, I, I just on paper and, and I off the top of my head, I don't know how the rankings shook out, but I, I Memphis probably the best group of five team in the country. Um, yeah. that they may or may not be how the rankings, uh, what is reflected in the rankings. And, but, and here's the thing you, you, you mentioned past defense and I, and I, uh, as I, as I tend to, I think about what Penn state did against, uh, Ohio state. Um, and, and while Ohio state did, you know, get its, its rushing numbers eventually, um, Penn state was the first team that really, uh, it caused turnover problems for Ohio State's rushing game, um, so that's that that is a a, a defense that um, I, I think can stop the rush. Um, I, I think can uh, give Memphis some difficulties. Um, you mentioned the talent level; uh, that's that that's a hard thing to overcome. Um, I mean, not certainly not impossible. Um, it, it it happens, but uh, in this instance, like you know, I think um, the, the better defense for Penn State. Better overall talent um, that may not be something that's reflected early in the game, but when yeah. you get down to, uh, to 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 bigger bodies and and uh, and physical play uh, in the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, that's where Penn State's going to win this game, and I and I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, sticking with the um, the other New Year's Six bowl games uh, that were coming up before we get to the semifinals, December thirtieth. Down in the Orange Bowl, uh, number nine, Florida versus number 24, Virginia. Florida is favored by 15. Um, this game is at uh, 8 p.m. on December 30th. Uh, you will find it on ESPN. Um, what do you think for this one, Carla? Well, 
Virginia is kind of lucky they backed into this game um, because if you're going on records alone, um, you know, you've got an eight and four Virginia team, you know, are they worthy of a New Year's six? I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from Virginia. They played for a conference title. Okay, that's great. Um, Pitt Pitt played for a conference title a couple of years ago. Right. The ACC was not as good as, (laughs) as, as, you know, other than Clemson, the ACC was not very good this year across the board. And so, and, you know, the Orange Bowl is contractually obligated to take a team from the ACC. So here's Virginia. Um, and they've got to be like talking to lawyers. Just, can we can we get out of this? Can, can we, <laughs> no, they're taking the paycheck. Are you kidding? I know. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, that's, that's the reason why they're, you know, that's the reason why this is, this game's slightly interesting, but um, Virginia defense is not great against the pass. In my notes here, I wrote C, ACC title game versus Clemson. Um right. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're facing a Florida team that, you know, we've knocked Florida a lot on this show. I, yes. and, and I will say that this has been a surprisingly good year mm-hmm. um, for the Gators behind Kyle Trask. Um, you know, we, we that, see. Yeah, it's yeah. I, it's it's hard not to root for a team that, you know, had to replace its quarterback early in the season, seems to have found its footing, had a had a really good year. You know, they had. um the loss to Georgia, and then they kind of fell off of everybody's radar after that mm-hmm. point because they knew there wasn't a chance for them really to get back into the SEC title game. Yeah. Uh, but they put together a really great season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, this is a this is a Florida win all the way. Um, Fifteen points, uh, two touchdowns. Sure, fifteen. I don't know. I, I okay. strange things happened in strange things happen in bowl games. Sure. So I don't know if I like the line, but but Gators win. Okay. Okay. I mean, uh, uh, UVA was our last hope for for a Clemsoning this year, um, and uh, and it you know it, it didn't actually even come close to happening. So that's that's why we'll be talking about uh, Ohio State and, and Clemson uh, here in a little bit. Um, Florida spent the year just kind of teetering on the being on the brink of of being a great football team. I mean, they yeah. were really really close and and um I, I think this is a possibility where um this is the kind of thing where a, a a a bowl game can be a springboard uh for the following year um I, I i expect we will be talking about florida a lot um in 2020 um and that starts with what i what i see what i think is going to be a pretty healthy uh win by the gators uh in the orange bowl um we finally get to january 1st for our, our New Year's Six Bowl games, I guess it's all sort of the New Year Ish. period, the New Year time frame. I don't. I know miss why. all. I miss all the games on the third. I do. I do. I mean, it's. I, I go back and forth on this. I mean, there there are still plenty of games on New Year's Day, more than enough to keep my attention. Um, and 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 sometimes I like just having just this this big you know like three week. Just disgusting orgy of college football. That, that is all the time. I think that's a title. I think that's going to be a title show. Um, but so on January first, uh, the Citrus Bowl, uh, number thirteen Alabama versus number fourteen Michigan. That you would lead one to think that this is an evenly matched game. Alabama's favored only by a touchdown. Uh, this is at one p.m. on New Year's Day. Uh, you will find it on ABC. What do you think, Carla? <laughs> Sorry, I've uh, we have like how uh, I set that up. Did you think like, oh, this is going to be an even game? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> we've been we've been talking about the woes of Michigan here for for forever. It feels like, um, and and I think we both said it at one point when uh, when Auburn beat Alabama and knocked them officially out of the playoff that um, 
whoever had to play Alabama in the bowl game were sorry. And I actually kind of chuckled a bit when it ended up being Michigan because I, there's nothing worse than, than a Saban coach team that that has revenge on its mind. And I know it's not revenge against Michigan, but it's, it's, it's revenge against the system, you know, and, and, and Michigan's offense has been sporadic at best. Um, The Michigan defense should do, a, a relatively decent job of maybe slowing down Alabama a little bit, but no, this is this is a tide win all the way. As much as I like to pick a, with the conference, mm. no, no. Uh, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would love a Big Ten win. I, I love, I love Big Ten wins and bowl games. Period. I, I, that's that is what I want to see. Um, and and I would be, I would be happy. This this is Uncle Crappy saying this. I would be happy for Michigan to win this bowl game. Um, what I wrote down is this: Alabama is not Alabama this year. But Michigan hasn't been Michigan for a decade or more. <laughs> and that that does not bode well. Um, this is an easy win by Alabama. Uh, we wrap up our New Year's Six Bowl games, uh, the the unimportant ones. That's not really accurate. Um, with the granddaddy of the Rose Bowl game, number six, Oregon versus number eight, Wisconsin. Wisconsin is favored by three. Um, you guys, if you watch college football, you know that this game starts at 5 p.m. Uh, it's on ESPN. Uh, you know, you know where to find the Rose Bowl. Carla, what do you think? Yeah, this is this this is still my favorite game. Um, you know, you know, even with the even with the national championship semifinals, like I don't know, there's just something special about the Rose Bowl. Um, the the atmosphere is there. I'm jealous. My husband, a couple years ago, when he was still working in in um the media, he uh he got a chance to go out and cover a Rose Bowl, mm. and um yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and I was sitting at home on my couch, and uh and he was out there in Pasadena taking pictures from the press box and on the field before kickoff, and I, it really it's just something special, and I can't get past the Rose Bowl without hearing Keith Jackson. Like that's just kind of like the sentimental thing for me is that every time I turn on the Rose Bowl, I still wait for Keith Jackson to say something. Uh, yes. Yeah, I agree. I, um, uh, uh, Fowler and Herb Street, um, that that's that that is still a good group. But uh, to to hear Keith Jackson do that game is the is it, it's just yeah. I I, I I did too. I heard it too too many times to to not think of it still. Yep, granddaddy of them all. He's the one that uh-huh. coined that. So um so so this is a really interesting game though. I'm 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 really intrigued by this one. Oregon hasn't seen a defense like Wisconsin's all year. Right. Um and and Oregon's had a tendency to not play great against any sort of defense that puts up any sort of front against them. So if they get tripped up at all, they tend to kind of self in, in self-destruct a little bit. Um, we saw that against Arizona state. Um, the, the tricky thing here though, is that, that yes, the Wisconsin defense is really, really good, but they're not as good against the pass. And that's not necessarily a great combination going up against Oregon. Um, both these teams, we've been talking, you know, a, a lot about, you know, these teams look even on paper, talk about, Two teams look even on paper. Um, mm-hmm. Wisconsin and Oregon remarkably look even on paper. Um, but I'm going to lean again. I, 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 this is going to be a really, really good game. I think this is going to be one of the better yeah. Rose Bowl games that we've had in, in a quite some time that wasn't a playoff. Um, I, I, I like Wisconsin in this game, A, because Big Ten loyalties, and and B, because we saw Wisconsin give your Buckeyes a really, really, really good game yeah. in the um, in the conference title game. And um, I, I just I, I feel like Wisconsin is the more complete team. Oregon has shown has shown signs of not being as consistent as mm-hmm. as Wisconsin has looked for most of the season. So I'm going to edge Wisconsin in this one, but this is going to be a okay. heck of a football game. Okay. Um. Man, I mean, I, as I look at 
this I was trying to think about of motivation. Um, and, and Oregon was, uh, I, I mean, if not for that, that inexplicable loss to Arizona state, um, or Oregon, or, Oregon being playoff team right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Wisconsin had, had the mystifying two losses to Ohio state. Um, those are understandable, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the mystifying loss to, uh, at Illinois. Um, so, you know, which, which team comes into this, uh, with more motivation, which team comes into this, um, you know, want, wanting this game more. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel like, um, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be Wisconsin. Um, there, there's disappointment, you know, on, on both sides of the ball here, but mm-hmm. I, 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 Oregon really could have been a playoff team and the fact that yeah. they're not, you wonder how that's going to go. Um, there are a couple other things that I, that I think about a lot, uh, although the numbers don't bear this out. Um, the, the, the numbers say when, when we have the, the traditional big 10 pack 12 matchup in this game, uh, the pack 12 has won, uh, five, uh, there have been eight of those in the last ten years. Pac-12 has won five of them. Uh, Big Ten's only won three. But what I what I see, I I, I typically see a, 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 a Big Ten teams out physicaling uh, the, the the Pac-12 teams, and, and Ohio State's Ohio State's done that with Oregon um, a, a, a couple times recently in a Rose Bowl and and in the um, uh, the, the 2015 title game. Um, I, I just I, I I see the same thing here, um, and this is and this is close. I mean, Oregon is a very very good team. They they may have the best offensive line in the country. Uh, they they have a, a a guy a quarterback who's gonna he's gonna go in the first round of the NFL draft, um, a top ten. Let's let you know make yeah. that clear. But I I just I I think um, again this is a this is a game that the Big Ten is gonna kind of pull away in late in the game because. They have big bodies. Um, it's it's a, that's just the kind of thing that's 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 what I've seen out of Oregon when they're when they're playing Big Ten competition, and yeah. and I think that's going to happen this time. And they haven't faced a running back like Jonathan Taylor either. They have like that, not. That's 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 a big difference for, for yeah. Wisconsin. I think if I think if Wisconsin rides a heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor, I think mm-hmm. that's they're going to get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, that leaves us two more games. Um, both ostensibly New Year's Six games, but. That's- they but, have but, the but but, but, but but we missed the sugar bowl. Did we miss the sugar bowl? We missed the sugar bowl. I didn't even actually include the sugar bowl in my notes. The sugar bowl is Georgia versus Baylor. You are correct about that. <laughs> I don't know what day it is, but <laughs> I don't. I, well, and evidently I don't either. Uh, do you do you have notes about this game? I have two notes about this game. This okay, is, please, this, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Is, so so Baylor and Georgia. This is when the Big Twelve lack of defense becomes a liability. Yes. Um. For 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 Baylor. Um. Because Georgia can play defense. Um. Yes. Baylor can score, and and we know if this gets into a shootout, Baylor can keep up. But can they stop the Georgia offense? Um. And and I, I really you know I, I this very similar to what I just said about Wisconsin about riding the the legs of um. Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Georgia has to rely on the legs of DeAndre Swift here. Mm-hmm. If if Georgia can get DeAndre Swift going, um, they'll get the win because quite frankly. Ba- the worst, the 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 you know Baylor can't really stop anybody. Anything? Big Twelve. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. So I I, I think George. We, we'll talk winning. more about that here in a second. Yeah, George <laughs> wins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I 
Uh, perhaps I'm, I, I, have, uh, I have admitted to being a little myopic um, about college football in the past, and perhaps I was doing this year, but I, I did completely forget about the Sugar Bowl. Um, this, by way of introduction, uh, the, the stuff that Carlo did not cover, this, of course, is on New Year's Day. It's 845. Um, on ESPN, Georgia is favored by six points. Um, and, and, and as I look at this, I, I've been, I've been, uh, you guys know, I've been a, a critical of Jake from State Farm and his khakis. Um, I, I, I find him to be an underwhelming quarterback. Um, but, uh, I, I think, I mean, he's, he's okay. He's better than game manager. I, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe being a little disrespectful. Um, he, he does, he, he does handle the ball well. He runs the game well. And if all he does in this game is hands the ball off to DeAndre Swift, I, I, I think it's going to be okay. Um, that, uh, that plus the uh, jo- uh, Georgia's uh, offense, or excuse me, Georgia's defense, um, slowing down, even if it's just a, a you know sort of a speed bump uh, mm-hmm. to tip Baylor's offense. Um, I do think this is a this is a, a, a fairly easy win for the Bulldogs. Now, can we talk about the semifinals? Yes. Okay? Now we can, can talk we? about. Okay. The- we're Thank good you. now. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, now, <laughs> oh, God, I'm, I'm a mess. I have to go back to my notes now. Um, Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl. Uh, number one, LSU versus number four, Oklahoma. This is in uh, Atlanta on uh, on the uh, at 4 p.m. on December 28th. This is uh, that's uh, this coming Saturday. LSU is favored by 13.5. Good Lord. That's a lot of points. Carla, what do you think? So my initial reaction to this game is remember what I just said about Baylor lather rinse repeat for Oklahoma, right? So this is where the yeah. this is where the the lack of defense in the Big Twelve is going to be a liability. We've seen this with Oklahoma year in and year out when they when they get playoff berths, they just mm-hmm. get absolutely dominated because they haven't faced any defenses quite like um, you know an SEC defense. But then you go and look at the numbers, and it's deceiving. Um, if you go and look at the numbers between these two teams, they are remarkably similar, including on defense. Including on, yes, yes. And and so, you know, I, I wrote that in my notes here. Nobody is giving Oklahoma a chance in this game. Mm-hmm. They're all saying, you know, the Big, Big 12 defense is soft. Um, LSU is going to gonna you know, run all over them and, and you, know, you know, slow down Jalen Hurts, and that's the key to this game. That could still happen just because of the quality of competition that LSU has faced all this season. But it's not going to – I don't think this is going to be um, quite as big of a route as what we think it's going to be because I actually think this could end up being more of a shootout than anything else. Um, the LSU defense is actually allowing more yards per game than the Oklahoma defense. Let that sink in. Because that doesn't compute. It doesn't compute. Where, where the difference is here between these two teams is the fact that, and I joked about this in, in the Big 12 title game, that the Oklahoma defense likes to just take entire halves off. Yes. Um, and, and, and that's still been a problem for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. They have not played consistently on defense. We have seen some more consistency in performance from LSU. Um, and, and, and to be perfectly honest, LSU has an easier job here mm-hmm. on defense because their number one priority is to stop Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Here's the good news for LSU. You happen to know Jalen Hurts quite well. Sure. If, any, if anybody is going to be able to slow down Jalen Hurts, it's a fellow foe in the same division of the SEC. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I still see LSU winning this game. I think the line is absurd. Um, I think this game is going to be much more close than people are really giving them credit for because 
of um, the fact that LSU's defense maybe not be quite, might not be quite as good as we're giving them credit for. I mean, their front, their front line is incredible. Mm-hmm. And so as long as they can contain Jalen Hurts, they're going to get the win here. But, um, but this game could be closer than everybody's expecting, especially early on. Okay. Okay. The thing I did not look up and I'm checking on now is the over under, which is 76, which seems to indicate, um, they're thinking shootout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, I, you know, and, and Carla, I had a similar experience when I was uh, putting together notes uh, for this, and I'll get, get you that in a second. Um, just an anecdotal thing. Uh, Heisman Trophy winners often seem to struggle in their bowl yeah. games. That's a good point. Um, yep. I don't know if I see that, you know, if I'm ready to predict that uh, that uh, that noted Ohioan and Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow uh, is, is going to uh, have an, any particular difficulties in this game, um, I, you know, especially against Oklahoma's defense. The thing that I do see here uh, is that Oklahoma is going to score. That's is what they do. Uh, right. LSU is going to score, is score, excuse me, because that's what they do. Right. Um, and then as you, I mean, you, you address this to... Uh, this this interesting tidbit here are the actual numbers oklahoma is giving up 330 yards uh and 24.5 points per game lsu is giving up 300 and um uh, is giving up 340 yards per game and uh, nearly as many points 21 per game uh as the sooners mm-hmm. so you know for the for the the uh the discerning college football consumer this should mean you. This is a game that you sh- you, you should not miss because it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, and get, not going to be a whole lot of defense. There's going to be a lot of scoring. Um, that does make this line seem a little silly, um, but I, I I do think I mean you mentioned uh, you know the LSU LSU staff coaching staff players they're going to know Jalen Hurts. They have seen Jalen Hurts before. Um, mm-hmm. so that that's that's I think that's a difference. Um, and and I do think just a a more uh, versatile offense on on the yeah. part of LSU uh, present, uh, presents a bigger problem for the Sooners defense than basically the one man show in Oklahoma's offense presents to LSU. So um, this is going to be fun, guys. Do not miss this game. Yeah. Um, but uh, this should be a win for LSU, uh, and they will move on to the title game in uh, you know whatever it is March first. I, I don't know when that's coming up. <laughs> that's um, what March Madness is, right? Yes. The title yes. game. Okay. Yeah. I thought that's um I it, it's I, I, I'm not I don't think I'm missing it I think we're down to the last game and I, I'm, I'm not missing any others I think you're good okay good um Fiesta Bowl um and this is a, a, the other semifinal game number two Ohio State versus number three Clemson Clemson is favored by two and a half points uh this is in I think it's called uh, State Farm Stadium in Glendale now uh it is at 8 p.m. on the 28th uh you will also find this on ASPN <sighs> What do you think? You have a lot more thoughts on this game probably than I do, so I'm going to get through this as quickly as possible. Um, So just as we were talking about how Oklahoma and LSU are surprisingly evenly matched, um, you got the same thing happening here. Statistically, Mm -hmm. you've got two teams that are surprisingly evenly matched. Um, And and immediately you think, um, you know, Ohio State has obviously run a a tougher schedule Mm -hmm. um, than than Clemson has. They are battle-tested. They've, you know, they had to come back in the second half against Wisconsin in the uh, in the title game, you feel like Ohio State overall is the more confident team. You say that, and then you just rewind the tapes from last year and yes. realize that you had a Clemson team that was in basically the same spot that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody really giving them a chance because they haven't played anybody. I'm using air quotes. Um, 
and, and they went out and won a national championship, right? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of unknowns here about Clemson. We've talked about this time and time again that, that Clemson is sitting right exactly where Dabo wants them. They're the underdog. Nobody's giving them a chance. They're not the underdog. The, well, <laughs> in public, I, I, knew, I knew exactly. Yes, and I know I know exactly what you're saying, and that is yeah. definitely the card that Dabo is playing. Absolutely, uh, and that's the card he has to play yeah. in this to get his team motivated. Um, the, the caveat that I put here, though, is the fact that Clemson has not faced a defense like Ohio State all season. So even though these two teams are statistically even, Clemson has not faced a defense like this before. Um, there's nobody in the ACC that can play defense like Ohio State can. And I think that is the difference in this game, is the Ohio State defensive front being able to get some pressure on Trevor Lawrence and being able to slow down that passing attack just a bit to be able to give them a bit of a speed bump. Um, The other key here for Ohio State is to get J.K. Dobbins going early. Um, Clemson is good against the run, but if they can make some inroads with Dobbins early, I think that's going to deflate the Clemson defense a little bit. They're going to, I think it's going to be real easy if, if, if Dobbins breaks a couple um, to be able for for Clemson to go, ugh, um, and 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 I th- I think that that could really be a, a game changer for for Ohio State. So um, I'm going to stay in conference. I think Ohio State wins this game. I think okay. this game is going to be very interesting in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I think the Ohio State defense is just too good, and we don't know how good really the Clemson defense is because they haven't had to stop anybody all season. So we'll find out pretty quickly whether Mm -hmm. or not they're up to the task of stopping this Ohio state offense. But I just, I like the battle tested game managers on the Ohio state sideline to be able to pull out this win. Okay. Okay. Um, I have, I have uh, lots of old reasons to, uh, you know, when you, when I, when I hear Clemson come up to, to, to sort of to pucker, um, yeah. Because uh, Ohio State is zero three against Clemson. Um, you you guys will all remember the uh, the uh, thirty one to nothing uh, beatdown in the in a semi national semifinal game a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Um, you may recall uh, Ohio State losing a shootout in the Orange Bowl in twenty fourteen. Um, that was when Braxton Miller initially injured injured his shoulder and played with that through that whole game. Um, that was the same shoulder injury that kept him out of football that fall. Um, and if you're as old as I am, you might even remember the 1978 Gator Bowl when Woody Hayes uh, hauled off and punched uh, Clemson linebacker Charlie Bauman after Bauman intercepted an Arch Schleister pass that won that bowl game for the Tigers. So the history is is uncomfortable. Um, but uh, but this is not. I, I I did I can understand Ohio State fans who are who are you know look at that stuff and go, eh, but this isn't Woody. Um, it's not, you know, Braxton Miller playing with one arm. Um, and, and, and as I, as I started thinking about this a, a few days ago, you know, hearing over and over, uh, as we went through the, the end of the regular season and the, the and the conference title games, like Clemson is the team that no one wants to face. Like, well, why wouldn't that be Ohio state? Why, why wouldn't the Buckeyes be the, the one team that nobody wants to face? And, and then it's like, okay. Uh, Trevor Lartz, uh, Clemson's quarterback, he, he's a freak of nature. He can make throws um, that I'm not sure any other quarterback in college football can make right now. But but he has he had to do that against uh, uh, DBs as good as, as Damon Arnett and Jeffrey Okuda and Jordan Fuller? It, it, not, not this season, no. Uh-huh. Um, 
Uh, can Travis Etienne get anything going against a run defense that, that gives up under 100 yards rushing a game? Don't know. Um, and then, as you said, Carla, can a Clemson defense that is largely um, coasted through a, a, a pillow soft, a pillowy soft conference schedule, can they be counted to stop uh, J.K. Dobbins and Justin Fields and and waves, literally waves of stupid good wide receivers? Um, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I know better. I know better than to be overconfident. And I, and I'm, I'm sure I sound that way. Um, I, it, it, this is, this is a tight game, um, through most of it. Uh, and, and I, I think what happens, uh, especially with Ohio state's defense, um, and, and a, and a solid running game, uh, in the fourth quarter, um, you know, Ohio state is, is going to win this by, I touch down by 10 points. It's, it's somewhere in there. Um, and, and we'll advance and, and, and deal with LSU, uh, in, in another two or three months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, you can find the Carlin Crappy show on Apple podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as on a variety of other podcasting services. You can also watch us. And I would urge you to do that because I am super proud of my ugly Christmas sweater. Um, <laughs> you can also watch us babble on YouTube and on our Facebook page. If you dig the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you don't, you're probably an LSU fan. And as always, come back next week to find out exactly how right we were. And actually, <laughs> uh, we could do this next week because um, the actual title game, I think, is on the 13th. I don't know. We're, well, at some point between now and then... Yeah. We'll have one more show, right? We will have one more show. Yes. Okay. It's okay. crazy. We only have one more show. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. We've been doing this for a long time. Um, and, 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 and so you get down to the end of the season. It's like, wow, that went very, very quickly. Um, it did. And it's because it's, there, there is, there, it, there are, there are a few things that are more fun with this than this. And, uh, and I'm, and um, hopefully we'll be talking about our Ohio State and LSU title game. <laughs> Since that's Maybe. what people picked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we're that's uh, we're going to be both be uh, both be right about that. Carla, I hope you have an excellent Christmas, um, an excellent time with your with your family down in Nashville. Yes, you too. It'll, it should be it should be lovely here. We're going to have abnormally warm weather, so we're going to soak we're that we're in. We're having we're having abnormally abnormally weather in Pittsburgh as well. So I'm going to you know wear a Hawaiian shirt and shorts to Christmas, and um, because why yeah. not? And then watch football, and because that's that's what I'm mostly looking forward to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have an excellent holiday as well, whatever you guys celebrate. And um, we will be sure to uh, to ping you guys when uh, we uh, come back here one more time to talk about the national title game. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.